0: let's go Uh uh-huh here we go Mm mm-hmm let's go Uh uh-huh here we go i'm a comic actress podcasting silly shit talking spiritual maybe what you think i'm not your baby (laughs) all right yeah okay just a little love for megan the stallion beyonce and Miss Cardi B. Wap, 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 girl. Um, I just wanted to say hi and welcome to your favorite thing to do on a Tuesday besides touch yourself, and that's get wood. Hi, I'm Jess Wood. I'm your friend. That's right. Even if you don't want me to be your fucking friend, I'm your friend. Look out. Diablo's here. Dat, 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 Diablo. It's fucking pods o'clock, bitch. It's pods o'clock. That's right. It's an inside joke. If you follow Dat Diablo, he is a drinking beer fucking pirate. And I loves hims from afar, obviously. I'm not going to get close. I've seen his girlfriend, his wifey. She'll stab me. So from afar, I give you so much love. And look, I put my good bra on today. Do you know that I had to buy a new bra? Here's the thing. <clears throat> I don't mean to brag, but I've gained some quarantine weight. And uh, it's all in my tits. <laughs> I mean, it was a little in the ass as well, so god damn, bitch, you're looking good. Uh, I gotta do some crunches, to keep that middle, keep that middle fucking worked out. But uh, it's a, wow, wow, one year. Have you hit a wall yet? Huh? Have you? Did you? Are you masturbating way too much these days? Do you feel like there's an unbalanced vibe in your fucking daily, daily? <sighs> I know that I do. Okay, good thing that Dad Diablo's here because listen, I gotta tell you, last year I'm doing a a year in quarantine. That's right, a year in quar quar. Today we are talking about what your pal Jess went the fuck through this last year. Yes, besides a little titty growth. Hey now, say now. Okay. Uh, yes, and I did get a haircut. Thank you. Shout out to Cha Cha. That's the name of my barber. Yes. Okay. So shout out to Cha Cha. Okay, so first of all, just remember, one of the biggest fucking fire-ass <laughs> songs of of last year, the beginning of quarantine, was coronavirus, coronavirus. Like, it was, uh, you know, the remix of Cardi B getting excited and upset about it. I was thinking a great idea would be to make a musical called Pandemic Alley. Any, any musical buffs out there? Anyway... Tattoos, let's talk about it. Last year on Friday the 13th, and if you're a tattoo artist, you know that Friday the 13th is the worst fucking day of your life, and I'm sorry that I'm one of the assholes that comes and bothers you for a cheap tattoo, but here's the thing. I feel like, you know what, I'm I'm used to my friends tattooing me for free. Uh, not to be a fucking spoiled bitch, but I, I am spoiled with boobs um i am so spoiled with the tattooing people my whole time that i've been getting tattooed uh except for the first tattooed tattoo this little guy right here that i got when i was 16. i know it's ancient it's like a fucking archaeologist could dig this up and be like well in the 80s (laughs) um i used a fake id yeah Diablo knows that's the worst fucking day of the year. Friday the 13th, a bunch of assholes lined up. Like, well, can I choose something off the the sheet? You know, they don't know that, like, it's just this fucking sheet that you can choose from. This flash. This is it. You get 13. That's it, you fucking assholes. So the thing is, I'm a cheap uh, Jew. And so I go, I can say that because I'm a Jew. I'm And I'm cheap. I go and I give them 20 bucks because it's 13 for the tattoo and then the tip on top of that. And I'm like, you know, I'm a fuck. Listen, I know it's a hard day of work, but God damn. Yeah. Thank you. It's uh, Citizen Clay sixty nine says that it, that's a cool tattoo. Okay, thank you. Let me tell you a little about this tattoo here. <laughs> uh, it was because when I was a teen, I was really into Janis Joplin. Can you imagine? I mean, it wasn't the 60s. It was way after the 60s, actually. But I feel like every 20 years shit comes back, right? So I don't know where I got this record from. But somebody gave me a record like a vinyl like a situation. And it had Janice uh on the cover and she was laughing or something ha. and she had and the tattoo showed so I brought the album like a child because I was a child I was uh 15 I think and with a fake ID and I brought the record and I was like hello sir and this big old fucking biker on Sunset Boulevard at Sunset Tattoos ripped me off railed me for all my fucking money and good thing I mean I was working at the time I I dropped out of school year before that and I was working, so I had some cash, but fuck that old goddamn uh fucking uh, tattoo fucking fat man who knew that he's like, uh look at this little little runt. She's coming in here wants to get like something cool like Janice. I'ma fucking rip her off. And he did for one hundred dollars. Listen, now I know it nowadays Oh, it's it's expensive and it's worth it. You go to a good artist, you pay your, their hourly, it's fucking worth it. You do it. Go to someone who's good, who's been an apprentice, all that stuff, right? But back in the olden days, <laughs> there was like six tattoo parlor, not even six. There were maybe like two or three in Los Angeles. And so I was uh and I was at one where they fucking ripped me off. So they charged me like a 100 dollar and it wasn't even the back side. it wasn't even the this side it was just the this side which is like how horrible i'm having like half a fucking wrist tattoo and the guy's like that'll be 120. you know and i'm like huh and you know i want to look cool i'm fucking a baby so i'm like sure and i'm shoveling out my money that i've made well earned at the yogurt shop where i worked after i dropped out of high school and i worked at a yogurt shop and i made enough money to buy myself a tattoo too early, for Christ's sakes. So anyway, all that goes on to, I started to become friends with some tattoo artists, Mark Mahoney, a fantastic uh, friend of mine, even when he was all, you know, fucked up and everything. Uh, I have a beautiful Virgin de Guadalupe on my calf because of this gentleman. And I um, now have a Virgin de Betty boop a uh from Reups Tattoo who works with Dot Diablo so if you follow Dot Diablo you can follow Reups and then you can see some fucking great tattoos and if you're in New York you fucking go see my guys you fucking pay you get your good work you fucking go to New York City you can fucking I can't remember Hell's it fucking hell's kitchen these motherfuckers all right all right so, uh, anyhow, last year, March 13th was a Friday. March 13th, 2020 was a Friday the 13th. Sorry! And I lined up like all the other dicks out in uh, Hollywood. We made a big line around this tattoo parlor. It was pouring rain, and it hadn't yet come out that Corona was, like, going to take everyone's life. So it was. we were, like, standing in the pouring rain, waiting to get our tattoos, and we ended up going back a second time so we got in i was with the pirate of course and we got in and we got our start stuff done i got a bit of a cracky feller and look it's like one or two in the morning at the time of the tattooing that we were there and so i figured my he's got a you know i get a, you get a little you get a little bump you get you through the eve i i gotcha but he, I, okay, so don't make, <laughs> I'm putting myself out there. I don't care if you make fun. This is the whole deal. If I start to get made fun of, trust, I'm starting to make it. If someone comments on like my YouTube page or something, fuck you. You should be fucking raped. You know what I mean? That's when you know as a female comic that you've made it. Isn't that sad? Or if you're living in New York City and you're, and you're, a uh, name appears in a bubble a talk bubble that someone has made on a movie poster or a television poster and it says jess wood sucks a lot of cock and you go hey i've made it i have made it listen it's a reflection of us you fuckers. it's a reflection of where we live of how people can stand or can't stand can't stand you when a woman is you know trying to further herself <laughs> and trying to get a good finger bang in the fucking meantime of it. Uh so we went and got tattooed on Friday March 13th all that for that you fuckers you little lovers. Uh all that for that. When haters stop hating, that's when uh <laughs> Steve 1000 Steve starts to worry. Yes, I know. You have like Cat Williams says, if you have 10 haters right now, you better figure out how to get 20 more by the summertime. Yeah, and let the haters hate. That's what they do. Let them hate. I, myself, lava. You knew I was. You knew I was. Thank you for being here. So, yeah, so tattoos on March 13th. And I'll show you. I'll show you. So, uh, so my first, for, I'm going to show you a re-ups. That's the guy who did the Betty Boopalupe, I'm going to show you a a tattoo that he did on a Friday the 13th, years and years ago, uh, when we first did meet, when he and his girl, uh, a tribe called Mel, were living in Los Angeles, and we were blessed with their presence there, I must fucking say. I miss them like crazy. I don't even live there anymore, and I miss them living there. So this little baby cacti, I don't even know if you can see it, yeah see this delightful desert scene oh my god isn't that a fucking delight and this is from a puerto rican guy from the bronx i mean how the how in the goddamn did he get so southern california and be able to do a desert scene like that i mean that was very impressive to me so of course he became my tattoo and he did my he did my fingers here and if you can read them if you can read hieroglyphics you Egyptian lovers. Egyptian lovers. Uh, okay, so I, <laughs> you knew that one, love, I told you I was a lover, W-O-O-D. I love wood. What? That's so deep on so many levels because it's me. I love me. It's boners. I love boners. Oh, And it's just a pleasant little design. It's just a pleasant design. Uh, it doesn't get as much excitement as the pirate used to get when he would like order food for us and say like, hey, can we get a pizza? And the girl would go, oh, my God, I love your I love your finger tattoos. And I'm like, bitch, I will stab you at the table. That's your tip. The tip of my knife. Kya, kya. Um, a little jealous sometimes. <laughs> so he did my little desert scene. The, but last year. When I tell you I went to the little, he was a bit cracky. I don't know McCrackin was his last name, but he was a bit cracky, if you want to know the truth. Uh, he was going a little hard, a little deep. And I like that in some ways, fellas. But in other ways, like when you have a needle in my skin, take it soft, yeah? Take it a little softer. Ease up there, McGillicuddy. So this other guy, old Cracky McCrackerson, he did, ready for it? This one, taking care of business. Everybody, taking care of business. (laughs) Yeah, if you're not watching and you're just listening to the show, that's a TCB with a lightning bolt. Now, here's an embarrassing part on that tattoo uh, situation. Many, many men I see with that. (laughs) And also, I didn't really realize it was like an Elvis thing. I'm like, no, it's not. And they, yeah, like, take care of business. Okay, shut up. So people thought that um, it was quite dangerous of us to be going to the tattoo parlor since it was locked down. The next day was lockdown. The next day. And then a lot of people say, hey, did you survive? Did you get like, oh, thank God you were locked in with somebody that you loved and, and you cared about and you had a great time. No, he lasted for four weeks. Four weeks. And this motherfucker. I mean, I physically... <laughs> I was like packing his shit for him, you know, when that starts to happen and, the, and it's a pandemic and I'm throwing you out to a very, very uh, sad, closed um, and infected city, Los Angeles. Los Angeles was, we were hit like the biggest out of the whole uh, nation. And I was like, you motherfucker have to get out of my house to the left, to the left, Everything you own in a box to the left. He didn't even live there. And he had so much shit there. Why do you need two guitars in the apartment? I live in a studio. Why do we need two guitars in here? You don't even play one. What in the fuck is happening? So also we just I told you this before, but we did we did do mushrooms. This is the same guy that I did mushrooms with during quarantine. And he uh, talked me into having candles around the house and there was a fire. Nothing like a fire on your mushroom trip, especially when you're peeking. Oh my god. It's like I saw ancestors, I saw dead friends, everyone was like, It's great, you're great, you're doing fine, Jessica, keep going. And then all of a sudden a flash of light, and I thought, What the hell was that light? And I turned around and my ha the floor was on fire. Yeah. So Eh, That's real love. If I didn't kick him out then and I didn't kick him out when he became friends with my crackhead neighbor who was one night throwing out his furniture at five o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning from the fourth floor, the top floor of an apartment building, taking furniture with glass and wood things and just throwing it down the stairwell just tossing it down so cow 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 and glass and things breaking and shit like that so we wake up it's four o'clock in the morning we fucking wake up pirate's still there at this point during the first four weeks of our quarantine together and uh and and he goes to the 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 apartment door and he opens the door and you hear another one of my neighbors this black lady down the hallway and she screams out hey shut the fuck up you crackhead (coughs) excuse me And this white man answers hey everybody smokes crack once in a while no no they don't sir and here's another part where i should have kicked out the pirate where he goes i think i found my new guitar player no okay so one year in quarantine what did it give me what did it teach me it taught me that no one should have to live with another person in a studio apartment if I don't want to blame, but I'm gonna blame. Other said person is gonna light fires, have too many musical instruments. Uh he was the dabber too, so he dabbed all the time, which I like a dab. I take a fucking dab, wax me up, put my I don't a little whack I don't I like that shit. However, If you could please, if we're in a studio apartment and you could please want to use a a, a smaller torch, you know, the torches, you know, we all are familiar with torches now. Unfortunately, he had one of those giant green, um, what's it, a propane tank and, uh, like the, With the fire that came across the room. And he's like, don't worry about it. I'm just, I'm heating up my dab rig. And I'm like, there's too much fire here. There's just too much fire. Like, I can't, I can't, he's, he's a, okay, if I could get astrological for a second. He was a water sign who was obsessed with fire. (laughs) Do you know? An arsonist obsessed. a, A Pisces arsonist. Oh my God. So anyway, people thought that during quarantine, uh there'd be like a bunch of babies made, like everyone be fucking and everything. Now, no. You know what happened during quarantine? Uh not no baby. I haven't heard of any but maybe one baby that I know of that's happened. And I know people that are fucking, trust me. And let me tell you something. It wasn't quarantine babies that were born. You know what was born even more upsetting than more people on this fucking planet? is a quarantine podcast good fucking christ do you know how many podcasts were started during this last year (laughs) i mean what in the hell not everybody can do this okay let's just talk for a second let the haters hate but i'm gonna tell you some real talk right here a girl like myself a lady if you will like like myself a lady person Hang on. I asked my friend the other day if he was an onion person and he wrote me back. No, I'm a real man. Fuck you. I I fucking that was hilarious. It gets me very angry that there are all these people who are like, yeah, I should talk. Shut the fuck up. Do you remember when you could only talk like this when you could get on stage? And guess what? The two most frightening things for people in the world ever, always everything, public speaking and death. Do you know that public speaking comes before death? Do you know that this shit comes before death? Not this shit right here. This shit right here. This shit. Right this is chronicloniclonalite. Chronic I can't help but do uh, Cat Williams once in a while. Um, this shit right here is chronicloniclonalite. Chronic it's called death. You won't even hear nothing. <laughs> I don't want to die. Um, so, but really, not everyone can do this. Do you know what I'm saying? Thank you, CitizenClay69. Not everyone can do this. This is what is the problem with the fucking world right now. It's like, everyone's like, (laughs) I'm fucking, I'm hilarious. And and I need an OnlyFans because I'm gorgeous. And I need a podcast because I'm hilarious and I'm interesting. All of y'all got to get the fuck off of here. And you got to get the featured asses off. I don't, just say something funny and interesting. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know? How many times have I tried to watch or listen to a show where people have recommended, oh, it's so—it's f- a popular, popular show. And yeah, I'm gonna sound like my own hater right now on hating on everybody else. I don't give a fuck. Let's call out what the fuck real deal is. It's, it's packed with a bunch of mediocre bullshit. And it's checking off lists for certain people who think, oh, yeah, this is this is what I should be listening to. Do you know that I once had a girl who listened to me, uh, a white girl named Megan? I'm not even making that up. And Megan said to me that, um, (laughs) Megan said to me, I really love your podcast, but I had to stop listening to it because. And I said, why? Oh, my God. What did I say? And she goes well i can't handle your asian voices my asian voices what about all the other voices just the asian voices you can't handle you know how many fucking voices i do and it's not just voices my friends this these are characters and they're often based on real people this is not a fucking let's make fun this is not a caricature this is based on real people these characters are For me, to me, in my mind, in my heart, I am bringing them back to life for you. Bringing them to life in my story for you. And I think it makes a story so much more exciting and and you can picture and tangible. What if I was just like, oh, yeah, and uh, and then Froggy said, you're stupid. No, that's not what happened. Because then Froggy said, you're so stupid. Isn't that better? And you get to hear Froggy. Also, with the Asian folks, I'm sorry. I'm not hating on Asians. I'm not hating on anybody. I have I have native people that I make uh character uh, you know, I bring their characters to life. I I I have I have uh, uh white people and black people, Mexican people, everybody. First of all, everybody needs a little fucking <laughs> once in a while, ha! <laughs> you know, just fucking <laughs> shake it the fuck. <laughs> Shake it out, all that uptightedness. And also, if you're having a hard time with something, tell somebody about it. Don't be all passive and weird and shit. But guess what? The only people that come at me for my characters, and I've said it before and I'll say it again, fucking white people. Because they're, you know why? And my friend told me this recently. It's because they feel feel bad. (laughs) What do they feel bad about, idiots? (sighs) Speaking of white people, I did something that I never do, and I was so excited because I was like, it's a treat. It's a treat. I'm going to get to do this for myself. I'm so excited. You know what I did? I fucking ordered Postmates. <sighs> Sensitive people can eat a fat baby's dick. Oh, I love you, Citizen Clay69. And Forrest Steven, who, by the way, everyone, if you're not following each other in this chat, I don't know what the fuck you're doing because this chat is something else. Everybody in here is a special human. And Forrest Steven, uh, someone told my brother he can't draw Indians because my brother isn't indigenous. Are you talking about It's bareface? Oh, these motherfuckers better back the fuck up. I bet it was white people, right? Steven's going to join me this week on uh, What's Good with Jess Wood. That's Friday night at 530 Mountain Time. I am living in mountain time now Thank you I am living in mountain time now I am so excited I love living in mountain time Oh my God. And Steven, I got to tell you, I'm very excited to interview Steven because it's going to be another one of those interviews like it was on Friday last with Zach Abeda, who he was fucking awesome. And I cried a little in it. Oh my God, I cried. Because we talked about comics who end their own lives, which is very common. It's unfortunate that it's just too common because we're sensitive beings, you know? We all, I mean, we all are, right? But as comics, there's something about us that are, I always like to say it's like, We're almost like inside out people. Do you know what I mean? And that's how I feel when I take acid. Like you're just inside out. Like you just have taken your whole skin and just taken it off. And all your nerve endings and everything is just out. And you're feeling everything. And everything is so strong. And that's why, you know, when 505 Ground, shout out to 505 Ground. I see you in the chat. When he gave me a ring... A couple weeks ago at the Albuquerque Art Walk, Q Beyonce, if you liked it, then you put a, put a ring on it. So I was so excited, and he was like, No, it's because you bring a lot of traffic to my page and you bring attention to my work. And I was like, Of course I do. You're fucking magnificent. Your work is magnificent. Your soul is magnificent. For Christ's sakes. Yes, Stephen. Artists are the spiritual doctors of society. Fuck yeah. Five oh five ground. Much love. Oh, check out his stuff, man. It is unbelievable. So I gotta tell you what happened to me with this Postmates situation. I ordered post I never I never ordered first of all. I'm a poor person, I'm on the dole. And uh, I, so I ordered postmates and the kid <laughs> like there's some sort of security here now, which let me say. on one hand I'm like, fuck yeah security we finally got a gate, we finally got some bars. I moved in here and I was like, where where are the locks? and uh and so finally we got the the fuck gate and the bars and everything and so I ordered my postmates and the poor kid he couldn't get in and I was like, ah, you know, and it's such a first world fucking spoiled problem to be like, um, I wrote to my door delivery. I wrote it to my, I needed it to my door. And like, you're telling me you're outside, like this doesn't work for my schedule. Bitch, shut the fuck up and put on your shoes. So I go outside to try to meet the kid. And, um, and it's a a boy, I can hear he's a young guy Uh, because we've talked, you know, you talk to your postmates once in a while, where are you? And so I go to the parking lot and I'm out at the gate and, uh, And I don't see him. And so I'm like, I don't want to be a a dick about it. And Where are you? I came out of my apartment and you're a postmate. (laughs) So, but I called him because I had his number. (laughs) Like, hey, you know, I don't fucking remember his name, Sam. And I go, hey, man, where are you? And he goes, oh, uh, I'm in the parking lot. And I go, okay, where? I'm, I'm in the parking lot also. And he goes, and there's a long pause. And he goes, oh, um. Are you white? <laughs> I was like, well, yes, my mother hates it. But yes, I am. Yep, it's true. I'm the white lady at the gate. And I go, yeah, I am. And so this kid starts running up to me in the parking lot. I'm like, hey, man, I'm the white lady. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry about that. And I go, no, there's no sorry. Like, that's the thing. Like, I think everyone's so sensitive about it. Like, when I say to people who are not white, eh, I'm just some white lady. And they go, ah. Eh, she knows she's a white lady and i'm like yeah like we all should like those crackers that fucking stormed the capitol or those idiot royals who fucking to ask what color the baby would be i mean goddamn, and we didn't know they were racist that's the oldest white people in the world really (laughs) okay so postmate are you white (laughs) oh my god it reminded me of my favorite movie blazing saddles If you've never seen Blazing Saddles, please, as a school assignment for your teacher, Jessica, go and watch fucking Blazing Saddles and... Laugh your fucking ears off, eyes off, ass off, balls off, coochie off, all of the things off from laughter because this fucking movie and it's Mel Brooks, but Richard Pryor did help write uh, some of the scenes. He wrote the fart scene, the beans fart scene. Uh, but what I'm talking about is uh, the scene where Gene Wilder is a drunk in the drunk tank of the jail and uh uh oh fuck I can't remember the actor's name the the guy who plays the sheriff the black guy the black sheriff he. Goes, He goes to uh, Gene Wilder, oh, are we awake? And Gene Wilder looks at him and he goes, we're not sure. Are we black? And then (laughs) the guy goes, we are. And then Gene Wilder goes, well, we're awake, but we're very confused. (laughs) Oh my God. Also, Madeline Kahn in that movie, as Lily Von Stupp which in Yiddish means fuck. So, you know, to the Jewish uh, like myself, I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, Cleavon Little. Thank you, citizen. Cleavon Little. Oh, my God. He did such a great fucking job. And Richard Pryor was going to be cast in that role, but they decided that he was too fucked up at the time. Like he was still smoking crack in his trailer and not crack, freebase. He was a classy guy Pryor. Um, But he did write a couple of the scenes, and one of the scenes that he wrote that I love is when uh, Lily von Stupp invites the sheriff back after her song, I'm tired. Everything below the waist is kaput like a beautiful strong slutty song she sings outside for the cowboys and um she invites the sheriff back to her uh, boudoir and uh he brings her a red rose and she has a speech impediment so she goes oh a wed woes how romantic so then they sit down i know you don't even have to see the movie now i'm just going to do it for you but this, yeah, we don't need no stinking badges. Exactly, that is from Blazing Saddles. Uh, where all the white women at? That's Blazing Saddles. There's so many great lines from Blazing Saddles, you guys. It's like unbelievable classic movie. But when the sheriff is in Lily von Stoep's room and the lights go off and she goes, so is it true what they say about you? uh <laughs> And then you hear a zip of like the pants. And then she goes, it's two, it's two. Okay. So that's hilarious as it is. But Pryor had written the next line to be, baby, that's my arm. So I think, I think both are hilarious. Oh yeah. Count de Monet. But that was from history of the world. Actually, if I can give you a little Mel Brooks, uh, push, um, a timeless piece. Yes, Jen. Hi, Jen. Go and follow Jen. Beautiful artist, gorgeous paintings. Please go and follow her. Send a painting to your girl, to your mom, to your auntie, to your G-ma. Um, Isn't it funny that now we, I've said this before, but I really believe that if you're a Gen Xer, it's very hard for you to understand how to age. And, and this is why. Because our parents, were the first people who, you know, one of their sayings is when they were coming up was don't trust anybody over 30. And then they all got over 30. And so Pardon me, a little belch for a lady. Uh, and so now they don't wanna age. So I'd never seen an entire Jenna fucking ration of people who are so anti calling them grandma. And don't call me grandma. Like You know how many women I know who are grandmas who won't let the grand kid call them a grandma? They're like, uh, they're like uh, no, I, I take Gigi. I like Gigi, or it could be G-ma, or Gima, or mama, or Gigi, you know, and I'm like, can you, can we not be cutesy with the fucking grandma names? You're a grandma. Just accept it. Accept that you're a grandma. They can't. They can't accept it. It's very strange. You know, grandparents still wearing uh, Jordans. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, I think it's amazing. I could, myself could be, a, I mean, for as young as I Killed children in my uterus. I could have had. Seven, I won't even tell you how many I could have had. Speaking of my uterus, I'll leave you with this because we are going a little long today. You know how I like it long. Um, the uh, okay. So the assignment this week is watch Blazing Saddles. Also, History of the World, fucking phenomenal. Um, but <laughs> what are we doing for St. Patrick's Day? Now I don't celebrate. I'm not an Irish, but I, I can pass for one, which is an interesting situation I'll tell you about. Uh, you don't want to, you don't want to. Jessica, hey, Jessica, you know, like I don't want to. You know how many Irish people are like, hey, what's your last name? <laughs> what's my last name? That's pretty secret racist of you, huh, isn't it? Mm, you a little, trying to get in there. What's your last name? Anyways, huh, huh, what's your last name? To figure you out, I can't figure you out the way you look. What are you, like a Jew or something? Uh, anyway, so (laughs) I don't really celebrate St. Patrick's Day, but, uh, what I will be doing tomorrow that I told my friend, uh, I told my pal, my neighbor, he asked me, hey, what are you doing for St. Patrick's Day? And I said, uh, pap smear. And he said, oh, a St. Pappy's Day. (laughs) yes, yes. Yes, 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 Uh, For sure. That's all I'm going to call it from now on. It's St. Pappy's Day. Yeah, I'm going to go get my cooch stretched and, uh, you know, get some blood taken and a can crushed, perhaps. <laughs> but uh, I got to tell you, it's really important that we all go and, you know, male and female. But unfortunately, as a female, it's much harder to get health care for us, for the cooch rammers. And. <sighs> It's so sad. So I give money to Planned Parenthood as I really hope that you will as well. Just send them a little dough. It's fine. 10 bucks, 20 bucks. How much is that fucking bag of weed you just bought? You dick. All right. So I have a Planned Parenthood kind of near my home and I told you this before, but some of y'all weren't here. So here's what's up. Yes, citizen, those stirrups are what's up. Sometimes they leave you in the stirrups and they're like, okay, we're going to go sign for a package. And UPS is like, Hey, is this the room? You know, and it's not a great time, but uh, there's a, there's a Planned Parenthood in me and I see these motherfucking pro-lifers out there with their sticks, with their signs. They can, they, I will stick that stick up your fucking stick hole. You know what I'm, are you out of your, first of all, there's men there. Men, get out of my uterus, you dick. I mean, I'll take a real dick. But don't fuck with me. You know, I mean? you know what I mean? So I was walking over there one day and I saw a man with a, a, white man with a sign about something about I'm a murderer or some shit calling me a murderer. I'll fucking fuck you up, white man. That is the most hypocritical thing I ever did here. You guys invented murder. You. So what did I do? I caught eyes with him. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I just, I, you know what I said? Leave us alone. Yeah, so I think I did good for our people. So I'm going up to PP tomorrow. I'm going up to the plan to the pair to the hood. And um, and why are Planned Parenthoods always in the hood? Why is that guys? Why? Why? Why is that? Uh, also, I'm going to be volunteering for them. I'm going to be volunteering, which means I will have more opportunities to yell at some fuckers trying to get in there and scare a little girl from not getting her situation taken care of. I'm not gonna say shmushmortion. Don't made me, you shmushmarsh our heads. Um, ooh, those dickweeds are a special kind of stupid. Yes, Citizen Clay, they are so unbelievably dumb. Get your hands out my uterus. Unless you're giving me a good finger bang and you know what a g-spot is? Get the goddamn shit out of my uterus. It's a fucking. what up Vermont Art District? Ow. Uh, it's a fucking choice. It's my body. Could you imagine if dudes got pregnant? If dudes got pregnant, there would be a, it'd be Bree, it, 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 Brie, Brie Geiger. Brie? Oh my God, I better fix my motherfucking hair. Stand by. If you all are not following Brie Geiger, you're, <laughs> you're not enjoying your goddamn life. Do you understand me? She is. Ugh. Brie, your skating looks amazing. First of all, the song, I love your song the skating I love your skating the fucking bitch looks good too just follow her and have some fun in your goddamn life. We've all managed to have a little fun this year. Haven't we? Haven't we? Haven't we? I mean, come on. We've been roller skating, right? Brie Brie knows what's up. Roller skating, hanging out with our pals, a little bit distant, a little bit distant, a little bit distant. Also the year 2020 brought so many white people out to protest. I was very proud. That was the one time I've been proud of my white people. I will say this right now for real, for real. I was raised in a house. Well, in a room. Uh, where my mom taught me not to do the Pledge of Allegiance. You understand? Ha, Bray, I love you. And I was not allowed to do the Pledge of Allegiance as a child, so I was in trouble all the time. So when you're in trouble all the time for standing up for the rights of peoples, you kind of get that in your blood, right? So you kind of go through life like, no. Uh, also I got beat up on time. The one time I ever said the F word, uh, me and a couple other girls got beat up. Oh yeah. Beat down, beat up, beat down. Very small children. And the thing is, is I feel like it's because I was trying to rebel from where my home, my home was like, don't say any bad words about people. Everyone's equal. Don't do the pledge of allegiance. America's evil. All this stuff. And I was like, I'm about to rebel. I'm about to rebel. And so I went, I like, I like whispered it at this black girl. And then, oh, moments later, surrounded, surrounded by about 24 girls and then got her ass kicked. (laughs) And I was like, oh, yeah, that is about my mom's right. You know, my mom wasn't right about a lot of stuff, but there were some things that she was right about. (laughs) That was some bullshit right there. (laughs) So everyone just fucking relax. Stop being, you know, when people get mad at the word moist or at the word panty, I go, you don't get mad at those. That's the wrong word to get mad. Don't use hate words. How about that? I'm a Jew. Don't call me a fucking, you know. I'm telling them, this down right here. Like, fuck. It's okay. Everybody calm down. Okay? Remember remember how we've been locked up and away from each other for a year? Let's go back into it nicer. Shall we? Let's go back into it as a kinder, more loving peoples. Let's not forget that we were all out on the street uh, for George Floyd, for Bianca Taylor. I mean, there were so many ugh, fucking... Unfor- fuck! So we, hopefully, hopefully, we get in. We get... Get something else going right? When we come out of this, we come out of this in a new way, in a a fresher way, in a new kind of idea about what the fuck this country stands for, and a new kind of uh, passion and energy towards what we all need and what we're about. And, you know, it's okay, uh, Gen Xers, that we were left alone all the time. Maybe this is the time, maybe this was our year to thrive. Because, you know, I I had a fucking key around my neck, and I know a lot of you did too. So when you're a child and you go home and there's nothing there and you got a fucking figure out how to eat, how to sleep, how to bathe yourself. All that stuff as a little, little kid, as a lot of us had to do. This kind of stuff is nothing. This is like, bring on another quarantine, I dare you. But I don't because I miss you guys. And I'll never, ever, ever take for granted again. I promise I'll never, ever take for granted again a party that I think I'm bored at, a show that I think isn't fun. I'm never going to take this shit for granted anymore. I used to be kind of bitchy about that. So I'm like, this, this show sucks. I'm out of here. This show's fucking lame. Like, No, bitch, stay. Stay in support and put love out. And that's what this 2021 is about. I think we got to get out of here. We got to get out of our houses and be nicer to ourselves the next time we all see each other out there. Okay, I think that's it. Oh, I know. I gave a cigarette to a homeless guy and he tried to trade a sock for it. I'll leave you with that. If uh, that's what he had, you know, I appreciated the gesture. That's what I'm saying. Like I was like, here you go, sir, and he was like, ah, and he like found, <laughs> he rustled around, he found a sock, and I was like, no, no, that's okay, you keep it. That cigarette's for nothing. It's just for being another human being here, shelterless, <laughs> shelterless, yeah. Uh, um, all right, I got to go, but listen, you know what? I'd really, really appreciate you guys to do beyond being kind to one another and being loving and maybe go and oh my God, go and suck a dick. If you can, <laughs> go and lick somebody's pussy. If you can, if, if you know that someone's gotten the shot and everything, oh my God, I'm like, please just go do it for me. I can't even watch shows that have been, you know, I turned on the bachelor at the end last night and they were, they were kissing too much. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "I couldn't watch it. I just couldn't. So I'm <clears throat> virtually kissing all of you. I'm virtually hugging all of you. I'm virtually giving you all a big pat on the back for having survived this fucking year of insanity. So just know that you're doing great. It, even if you gained a few pounds, even if you ate too much sugar, you smoked too much wheat, whatever it is, don't beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself up. We're too good at that shit. You'd be nicer to you, then you go outside, you'd be nicer to everybody else. It's a win win as far as I'm concerned. So, I'm excited for us. I'm excited for us to meet again. Roller skating down this fucking road of life. Am I right? So, really, just be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. I love you so much for watching. I love you so much for listening. If you just listened, you'd better watch. There was a lot of pictures involved today. Mm, Yeah, word, Brie Geiger. Okay, I love you. uh, Citizen, uh, uh, Elle, uh, Brie, uh, uh, Angie, um, Vermont Arts, all y'all just, oh my God. There's some wood in this house. There's some wood in this house. There's some wood in this house. So please share it with your friends. Share my show with your friends. I know you had a few laughs. It was a good time. I think we had a fun, fun time. And if you had so much fun and you have disposable income, you can always hit my Venmo or my pen pal. Uh, it's just-wood-10 on the Venmo. And it's, uh, yeah, thanks, Citizen Clay 69 You rock. You guys rock. And I cannot wait until Friday night. Please join me and Forrest Stephen, artist, comic, hilarious man, smart gentleman. Uh, he'll be joining me on What's Good with Jesswood on Friday, 530 Mountain Time. That's right, fuckers, I'm in the mountains and it's enchanting. That's why they call it the Land of Enchantment. <laughs> OK, um, I'm going to be out of here. I gotta go now. You guys, shut up. It's so stupid over there. Oh my God, Joy Gay, shut up. I fucking love that guy, but I gotta go. This show has gone over time today. But I'll leave you with this again. Love. <laughs> That's it. Love. All right. Bye, you guys. Have a fantastic week, and hopefully, I'll see you on Friday with Mr. Stephen Forrest. Forrest Stephen, you know. <laughs> what's good with just wood? Thanks for getting wood today. Have a great day. I love you guys. I hope, uh, everybody stays calm and cool. And maybe you want to touch yourself a little bit after this. <laughs> just cause you like to touch yourself, Jessica, don't put it on everybody else. Okay. Sorry. Bye. <laughs>